0: Try to live Oh, dickhead. Yeah.
1: 270 is the magic number President Trump and former VP Joe Biden are competing for on November 3rd. That's the number of electoral votes needed to secure a presidential victory. It's the process we've used since the founding of our country to determine the winner every four years. And while the Electoral College may not reflect the most popular choice for Commander-in-Chief, it's used to reflect the population of each state. Here's how it works. Can you Each po- state can you is pause given it? a group of electoral votes equal to the number of representatives. Yeah. Um, I I could be
2: wrong and if anybody's listening live or whatever I'm pretty sure the electoral college was not used since the founding of our nation that was something new after the population growth and more states were added. oh we're back in the saddle again yes it's cunt and uh, yeah sit back and enjoy the ride uh, and don't forget to like us on, on Patreon both of our Patreons you know mine is patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast three five and ten dollar tiers sign up five dollars gets you the videos and uh commercial free ten dollars a super supporter three dollars only gets you the weekly wednesday episode so again patreon show us some love show us some support uh let's get the uh, other ones out of the way real quick and that's pure pet wellness uh think about your your pets you know they they have joint issues and and get anxiety just just like we do so purepetwellness.com has all your pure uh, pet CBD needs uh, covered and if you enter ghost at checkout get 20% off your entire order that's ghost at checkout at purepetwellness.com now dangerousworldpodcast.com for your conspiracy soap go there we're selling out uh, don't have much left so get them while they're getting good as they would say so again c- conspiracy soap is dangerousworldpodcast.com now I'm gonna get out of here. We don't need long intros. Let's just get in, get out, and get to what you came for. And we are our lip above. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me, as always, is the radical one, the right lip, Ryan Dean, coming off a rather peculiar ufc uh, event this weekend and a rather peculiar uh, scripted nfl season. so uh, how are you and how was your weekend?
3: That's good. Are you saying that you feel like the ufc event was potentially scripted? I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch them, but uh
2: yeah, I I I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, you know, thing, man, is uh, I actually wanted to one thing that I did have, and especially since you kind of teed me up there, I want to play this clip of Dana White to start. Um, you know, uh, this is why I enjoy combat sports is because the guys that run it seem to be so much different than the people that run like the NFL, the NBA and all these things. Uh, my boss included very pro-America, like unapologetically patriotic Um supports you know the military just unconditionally supports first responders and i think it's just a a very positive gesture it's 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 pro america you know what i mean i don't agree with everything the police do and i don't agree with everything that the military's done but i align so much more with people like these combat sports like big wigs you know what i mean it just it it's so much more like i think that the main the mainstream population feels this way man yeah my reaction when i see a police officer it's not fuck you it's like thanks for your service you know what i mean now there's a lot of asshole cops out there there's all kinds of bad people out there in all kinds of different professions but just blindly painting these people in a bad picture is it's not a good look dude we don't see that in any other country and they talked about this um with the ufc talking about how when you have a brazilian fighter fighting in the united states or you have these canadian fighters this event was in canada the Canadians as as soy as they are out there, they, and by the way, the men, oh for seven. <laughs> there were seven Canadian men on the card. every one of these cucks, pussy bitches lost, dude. Can I you mean s- the men out there are, are built out of soy?
2: Hey, 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 uh, may- maybe Davey out there can be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm just so sorry.
3: Well, Davy doesn't pretend he's a fighter. Davy no, no, is true. a thinker? Right? Yes. He's a, he's a person that's out there trying to make uh, make waves in a different way. He's a thinker and a lover.
2: Yeah, he's, he's a lover, not a fighter.
3: He's absolutely a lover, dude. You can tell by, by talking with the guy. He's not even trying to act like he would get out there and beat your ass in a fight. But these seven UFC <laughs> fighters that were representing the Canadian flag and the nation and Trudeau pretend that they can fight. And there was even a couple that were heavily favored and they lost, dude. Like, by finish, they lost. So, very, very bad. The women, by the way... Uh, Women, by the way, did win. <laughs> there we go. Davey, Sandy, would you? I mean, I appreciate that. I, and that's the thing, dude. There's a lot of dudes that, that seem to actually not really side with the way that that Trudeau is running things out there. And it's just very interesting. But not to go down a complete tangent before we actually get going here, man. Um, Excited to be back doing this, dude. What's going on?
2: Not much. Not much. Uh, in, in a little bit of a polar freeze, they they like to say, but we're gonna have abnormal uh, seasonal weather by the end of the week. Uh, which, whatever, you know. Hey, they spray. We we know uh, we know what's going on up there, and uh, but yeah, had a pretty I don't know, chill, relaxing weekend. Uh, watched the Packers game. I, I went into it knowing that I'm like they're gonna lose. All right. Now, did they look pretty good? Were they were they like? was it a close game going for a second had had me going for a minute and me and big country were talking back and forth big country's a 49ers fan um and you know
3: that's kind of gay to be honest
2: well i I do call him the sissy fags
3: yeah that i mean man i gotta talk with him how are you supporting san francisco
2: well he's originally from
3: california is he from San Francisco? Because uh, there's like 17 teams that are from out there.
2: I want to say originally, if I'm not mistaken, he could be from right around the Bay Area is where he's originally from. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. You could have picked a more manly team like the Raiders and then followed them to Vegas, yeah. you know, or or even the Rams. I mean, that, that's more of a manly team.
3: But, the Chargers. Yeah, I the mean, Chargers, oh, yes. So many.
2: But uh, no, we were going back and forth, and there was just that one split second, and I even texted him, Insert insert script here, and the rest of the game. It was just it, it, it was laid out because I knew going into it. Call call me call it what it is. Call call me crazy. Call you crazy. There is no green and yellow in the logo, so so I already knew. You know what I mean? I was like, eh, we're not winning this. I am not going to get sit here and get all excited. I am not going to be like these Lions fans, like oh, are these Bills fans that get tattoos and then oh he he whiffed it and it's like, dude, look at the logos. Come on. It's it's been consistent for four years now.
3: Well, has it? And and if it has, I wonder since the attention has been brought towards it in 2023, 2024 season here, I wonder what's going to happen next year. Now that there's th- this attention's on it, because you imagine like what if they do you know similar something similar next year where it's like oh yeah the Bills and the uh, whoever you know are, are favored to go there, um, and then it just completely. Flips and, it, and it, it has nothing to do with that because you know a bunch of conspiracy heads are going to be betting based off of that logo next year, and you wonder how that's going to affect the lines of the, the betting.
2: Absolutely. I do have one clip I'll, I'll play real quick, and I want your thoughts on this.
3: Okay. What do we got?
2: It's hard to do both of these at the same time.
4: If one more person says that to the NFL is scripted, I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. Listen here, Marty McFly, if you think it's scripted and you think there's a script out there that says that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to face the San Francisco 49ers or the Baltimore Ravens, just bet on it, would you? It's still legal to bet. Put your money where your mouth is. Show me the ticket that says you know who's going to win based on the script. Walk up to a casino, put the money down, stand there confidently, and bet, and then take your money back sports almanac they made a whole movie about it it's called back to the future literally if you think you're so confident that it's scripted it's all fixed all these thousands of athletes all subscribe to this bullshit script idea then show me the ticket where you're putting your life savings down because you're so confident and make some money till then shut the hell up but no it's not Rich people who bet on the script already. No, it's idiots in one bedroom apartments with a Toyota Tercel and you know New Balances that they bought in 1998 that they swear is lucky. Shut up, shut up.
3: Yeah, no, I actually agree with what he's saying because there's a lot of people like uh, you know I I will sit there and I'll say yeah it seems like the NFL scripted but I'm never confident and that's why I bring up that question of like okay if this were to happen if the if the Ravens and the 49ers end up being the ones that play in the Super Bowl then to people like us that makes it like that's that seals the deal right mm-hmm. it's absolutely it's not a coincidence because we've been told that the four years prior the same thing has gone on. I don't know that to be true. You're saying that I'm not saying that but if that is the case um this is the first that we're really hearing about it and next year I would be a little more inclined to bet based on the colors. Now, red and purple, that could be, I mean, that could have been the Bucks. It could have been, like, all kinds of other teams. There's not many purple teams. There's the Vikings. Um, but it's just, it, you know, I, I I feel like the NFL is absolutely scripted, but I'm not going to sit here and, and put my life savings on it. So the guy does have a point. He seems kind of like a, a, a bitchy bitch, but, you know, he, he is correct. And Davey seems to agree with him there.
2: Well, I, I'm going to be the uh, the guy that says mm, uh, he's probably the, also the type of person that says and believes we landed on the moon. So it doesn't take everyone to be in on it. It just takes one or two people.
3: Yeah. Well, again, dude, I think that this is what happens when you when you have stared down the rabbit hole long enough, mm-hmm. and you you realize that some of your conspiracy theories have been wrong throughout the years. Like, you can't be sold. Are you a thousand percent? Like, would you bet your life and and the life of your your children that the moon landing was fake? Would you bet everything that you love that the moon landing is fake to get something like insane in return? Hmm. Like multi-billion dollars or something that would just change your life.
2: I I can't because I can't put my family's life on the line.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like if yeah. if we're if we know these things, right? Like I think it's healthy, and that's that's healthy. That's not like no, a gotcha no, yeah. question. That's no, like,
2: it's very healthy.
3: That's the way that you should be. You know what I mean? So, um, dude, uh, before we get too far away from the UFC, I wanna I wanna share that that UFC clip of um, it was Dana White talking, and I think that this is just interesting because just to give this this a little bit of context, you know, there was a reporter, a Canadian based reporter. And he was uh, he's a you know, I've listened to the guy's show because he guest appears on um, a a channel that I like. And I'm not going to plug them because these guys do have a lot of really soft people. And they're not all Canadians. There's there's Americans, there's Brazilians, there's all kinds of people that work for this organization. But they seem like the last people that should be commenting on MMA and analyzing MMA. Right. Like people that have never been punched and never punched anyone in their life. And, and they're sitting here having thoughts and arguments on it. And, um, you know, this guy gets out there and tries to trap Sean Strickland. I don't know if you, I'm sure that a lot of people have seen the clip of Sean Strickland saying that, did you vote for Trudeau? And the guy's like, well, I'm not going to say. And then Sean Strickland goes, well, if you if you're not going to say clearly, you you don't feel confident in what you voted for and you know that you're going to get roasted. So I'm going to go ahead and say that you did vote for him. Like, you know, that clip was going around. Right. Now, after that, the the post fight press conference um, after everything's all said and done at UFC two ninety seven, Dana White gets up there and is asked this question, and uh, I think that he just gives a great response, man. I think that it's uh, it's important. Now, here I just share screen, correct?
2: Uh, share tab,
3: share tab. Okay, just want to make sure I'm doing this correctly. All right, here we go. Oh. Obviously, give a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with the UFC microphone, and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there? I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you a leash. I'm like free speech. Control what
4: people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people. I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? I was
3: asking that question. I'll move on, though.
4: Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You just, that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can
3: believe whatever they want. Yeah, man, I just thought that was really... I mean, that that, that kind of stuff needs to be said by leaders of society, for lack of a better term.
2: Absolutely. I saw that clip. I almost saved it, um, but I didn't because I'm not as big into the UFC as you are. You know what I mean? Obviously, you love it. Uh, you, you have a, a career in a roundabout way in it. But I do agree a lot with Dana on on a lot of things that he says, he, and he does. He gives every one of his fighters a platform of free speech. I mean, whether it's Conor McGregor back in the day, the Diaz brothers, or tito ortiz you know whoever the hell it was he, he never cared you know what i mean it, whatever it, they can say what they want
3: and he hates tito tito ortiz by the way like yeah. he, he, these two have like a like a long-standing feud and tito ortiz dumb as shit by the way yeah. i mean he's a politician now believe it or not oh, uh, maybe not right now but he is uh he was and, uh, you know, he's voting incorrectly on things like, and, and shit and getting called out for it. Is it like, wrong
2: for me that I think he should have got Matt Hughes instead of Matt Hughes?
3: That's kind of fucked up, yeah. No that, one should have gotten Matt Hughes. Okay, but, that, that uh, is fucked up. At the end of the day, up. you know what right? tito ortiz was my first favorite fighter by the way um because i liked how uh, he brandon you know my, my former co-host my cousin uh-huh. he loved ken shamrock we used to illegally download these on limewire right and i think no. that the statute of limitations is passed on that i remember they were telling <laughs> us they were the fbi was going to come after everyone that illegally downloaded on limewire but i'm pretty sure i'm in the clear now we used to download these and we watched these really pixelated shitty fights of ken shamrock versus tito ortiz andre Orlovsky versus tim Sylvia, and all these different fights you know michael bisping and luke rockhold and all these these you know classic fights and um yeah man it, you know he he picked one guy i picked tito ortiz so it was one thing but yeah dude this was the thing that i'll show you this fighter right here i got an autographed card This is Angela Hill, not the most exciting fighter, but her, her grandparents are Betty and Barney Hill.
2: Oh yeah. I watched that fight. That was one of the fights that I watched with you via zoom or whatever. Um, that's fucking awesome because you were like, yeah, she ended up losing that fight. I put like a dollar or something on her and you're like, yeah, her grandparents were Betty and Barney Hill. I'm like, Whoa, get the fuck out of here. And you have an autograph.
3: Nice. It's on the card too. It's it's number fifty four out of ninety nine. There's only ninety nine cards like this out there, and I got one, dude. It was like four bucks because she's not the greatest fighter, but I figured as like a UFC fan and as a as a you know MMA or MMA fan, and then also you know obviously a conspiracy fan, it's like you know that's that's a relic. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, hell yeah. How- <laughs> so I had to get that.
2: How cool would it be? She's she's in the middle of a fight, and all of a sudden this beam of light comes down, and like she gets sucked up, and. Like you're coming back to the mothership.
3: Well, I think realistically, probably what happened to her is that like, you know, her her grandparents were experimented on by the CIA. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. But um I'm really starting to not buy the alien narrative. So but uh
2: let's kind of pump the brakes a little bit because we didn't do uh the, the upfront that we normally do. Did you watch anything cool? Did you make any good food for the UFC? I mean, come on, make my mouth water, please.
3: Oh, what did we make? Uh, okay, so it was in Canada. I wanted to do some poutine. Ooh. Did a little bit of poutine, but you know, Canada—that's that's mostly what they're known for, from what I understand—is their poutine
2: and right? so uh, we did, and reindeer, we did balls. reindeer
3: balls. Reindeer balls—I I have never heard that, but if that's the case, you know, it is what it is. I, I I'm not going to eat something like that. But the poutine, poutine is a winter food. Okay. This is not something that you're eating out here in Tucson, Arizona. Um, yeah, dude, pulled pork on poutine. I've seen bacon. I've seen all kinds of different things. Um, what I did, and this is very, you know, controversial. Do you guys have Del Tacos out there?
2: No, I, uh, no, I do know what Del Taco is.
3: French fries and tacos, right? Mm. So that's what, I mean, that's what Del Taco is. You, you you get, you know, your your two tacos with your French fries, and that's your number one. But I got, um, you know, I basically made tacos because, you know, you can't go wrong. No. And then I made the poutine on the side. So we had poutine and tacos. Delicious. I mean, just phenomenal. I made some homemade salsa. That- <laughs> um, I threw some salsa on top of the poutine. We did the cheese curds as well. So we didn't fuck around. We did it right. But, you know, we did a little uh, Canadian. Instead of like Tex-Mex, it was like, can mix. It was Canadian and Mexican food mix. It was delicious. The way you're, you're desc-
2: laughing. No, like the, you're laughing just at. the way it you're describing.
3: It, it sounds fucking amazing. It's just the way you're describing
2: yeah. this. Is you have poutine and tacos, and it just sounds like this sexual dish.
3: Well, yeah, yeah. Poutine. I don't know who named <laughs> poutine, but it sounds like something else. And then yeah, tacos, obviously, but. Yeah, it was delicious, man. You know, and we just made like white people tacos. You know, we fried the shells ourselves and everything, but ground beef, seasoned, you know, think of Taco Bell or Del Taco, but like good, nice, fresh, Mm. bomb. It was so good, dude. It It does
2: sound amazing. And the fact that you put the, you did use the cheese curds, my favorite cheese hands down all day, every day is cheese curds.
3: And it's usually cheddar, right? Cheddar curds? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's what we did. So it was a good time. Uh, Betting wasn't super successful or anything. My picks went like, you know, six, six and six, but uh, had a good time.
2: Well, that's good. That's good. I uh I made
3: chicken noodle soup yesterday.
2: It, it fit. It was really cold out here. And I just kept it simple. You know, just the regular old chicken noodle soup, extra noodles. Got to put some extra noodles in there. You got to get the carbs up at it, it, it this time of year. But I started this documentary on Amazon Prime called uh, "The Ghost," uh, the the Blackwell Ghost, or the Ghost of Blackwell, or something like that.
3: Oh, African American well, probably how you should say it.
2: Well, no, it, it it's not. This lady uh, actually did live in in the early 1900s, and basically, this guy he he worked in Hollywood. He was a film filmographer and a producer. He did a lot of zombie movies, and he, he wanted. he's like, eh, let's see if ghosts are real. Someone sent him one of those videos of uh, the guy in the hotel where the closed-caption um, <clears throat> camera caught uh, activity behind um, a room. It would sound like people were in there screaming and yelling. It turned out nobody was in there. So he's like, eh, well, I'll look into it, whatever. And then this guy from Pennsylvania said, hey, look, I have this footage, my house is haunted, yada, yada, yada. I started looking into where this took place. This takes place like two hours north of me, up in Morris, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, man, I've, I've been by there many a time. So now I'm kind of wanting to see if I can find this house and see if I can go investigate someday.
3: Oh, that sounds hot.
2: It does. I'll do it naked and film it.
3: Well, doing like a, a sexy costume.
2: Well, I, I figured I'd do the old fashioned, um, uh, night vision where, where I would glow in the dark like Paris Hilton did. Cause I'm, I'm right. really yeah, yeah, white yeah. and, and you can see my veins and I'd look all, all kind of monster ish. Yeah. But
3: Hey, I hear it, dude. I, I'll, let me show you something here too. Um, just to shift gears off of that disturbing <laughs> visual. Um, <laughs> let's go from one to the other here. I, before well i'll say this to the end actually uh, remind me to to share with you the ai cooking instagram page that i found um seems fucking fascinating to me just using ai to basically create recipes um really really fun stuff but there's this um this thing i want to show these are ai uh not ai these are um uh, zombie deers and to me, I wonder if this is like a real narrative, or if this is a rare thing that's going on. Are these actually because called we're talking about not deers? No. Okay. What do you mean?
2: Um, there's a, a cryptid that they they call uh, I believe it's called not deers, um, where they they almost or exactly what you're describing they're like zombie like they're just not they're they're a deer but they're not a deer
3: like a changeling or something almost Uh, no like something that's like taking the shape like a shapeshifter type thing
2: kind of but but more more on the zombie side
3: okay well maybe i mean like uh let me know if you think that this could be what it is you see my my instagram screen here Mm -hmm. All right, I will play this and, and just, um, I mean, it is it is creepy, and I wonder if it has something to do with, like, the spraying that's going on, the chemicals in the water, maybe some kind of COVID shit. Or it could be uh,
2: chronic wasting disease, which is uh, wild, white, white, white-tailed white deer. It's their version of mad cow.
3: Sure. I mean, it could be a lot of things. It, it looks like it could be something like that but the idea of this ramping up and then you know in and leave the world behind you see a bunch of deer mm-hmm. uh symbolism and shit like that and it it is creepy and and you know obviously you know social media does a good thing of making things creepy or a good job rather of making things creepy but yeah, here this is check this out don't know. i you know it you know there that looks like you've
2: got yeah is there any way you can mute the audio on this
3: yeah okay there we go. look at that thing
2: yeah that to In me this lo- yeah this this looks like a, a stereotypical case of uh chronic wasting disease.
3: You fucking game and fish. What are you? What are you talking about?
2: No, it's just it's really big out here on on. Uh, oh my god! On the East Coast, because even in the area that I live in, um, when you shoot a deer in archery or rifle, you actually have. If you think they'll test it for free, like they they actually want you to have all your deer tested now. And a lot of it has has to yeah, do with man. overpopulation and and not enough hunting. Like, see how emaciated that one is. It's probably and yeah, see yeah. that one right there. That's an antelope. That first one. Okay, but I mean, same family, kind of. I mean, they're more closely related to a goat. But
3: so just disregard this first, uh, this middle post here. It's, it's oh. an inside MMA joke. People <laughs> will get this. They'll understand that if they know what MMA is. But uh, that's Derek Lewis's win celebration. He does that, and then you know, someone superimposed a very attractive mackenzie dern with her legs up after she got knocked out uh right in there so but yeah so this is an interesting concept here and i I talked about this with somebody that i had on recently talking about organite and just like you know the the different spiritual beings that we could potentially be Mm -hmm. surrounded by right and this was sent over by none other than the crazy canuck um you know fascinating dude very interesting guy because of uh you know, he looks one way and then he thinks another, you know what I mean? Like he, he, he looks like if you were to, he's like the definition of don't judge a book by its cover. Absolutely. This guy. You know, you would think he it, was it, like, I mean, you know what I mean?
2: So hard. He'd pull a gun on you. If you looked at him the wrong way, just like a biker or whatever. Right. N- nicest guy in the world. And, and like, just like, yeah, I don't want to sound gay, but like a, he, he's he got a big heart. You know what I mean? Like he, he's just really nice.
3: How is that gay? Wow. I thought you were going to say he's got a big... When he said, I don't want to sound gay, but he's got a big... I was like, this is going to go bad. No. But yeah, no, that's very, very nice. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. But he sent this to me, and this is... It, it breaks this down so well. And for those people that are just listening, you know, interdimensional beings theory is what this is. And by the way, Canuck, Canadian. This guy's a Canadian. Um, this... this what, what you're seeing here is a, a two-dimensional light... Right. The light is mm-hmm. pushing, it's just a, a clear line, right? And then you've got a three-dimensional figure with something moving. And basically what's going on here is as you move this three-dimensional object through this two-dimensional light, it's it's making the three-dimensional object look 2D. So Interdimensional uh, beings theory demonstrates how a high dimension interacts with a lower dimension, 3D to 2D in this case. The laser is analogous to a two-dimensional world. Um, The plastic piece is a three-dimensional object. The outline of the person illuminated by the laser is what the people in the 2D world would see as the 3D object moves through it. Basically, a 3D object passing through 2D would appear as a 2D object. Similar to if a 4D object were to pass through a 3D world, we would see it as a 3D object. Mm. So if this was a 5D object, a 6D object, like these gins and things like that that people, you know seem to believe in, these things wouldn't look any different they wouldn't look like you know you've seen these videos of these people that are built out of like liquid crystals and shit like that Uh they would look normal to the to the casual observer but there's something else there and it's because there's more at work than just you know uh, the the intricacies or whatever you want to say but to me it's incredibly interesting and it really puts it into perspective because you see it one way and it's actually another thing
2: yeah yeah it could explain a lot with, uh, like, like you said, with paranormal. You know, you, you brought up gin, but I, I'm sitting here thinking, man, is this what people uh, with some of the technology that they're using on on like ghost hunts and what have you that they're capturing these apparitions and, and spirits? Is this what? Is this actually what what's going on? So you know, it, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, <laughs> we're taught one way from a government schooling since we were a little kid and then now we're open to free thought and free thinking and free learning in in our own ways that it's like hmm you know everything that we've been taught might might need to be just kind of pushed to the side maybe not fully tossed out and look into these alternative things and i think that's where a lot of us are, are, are doing this and it, it it's starting to put some things like this in into more of a a malleable perspective, if that makes sense for, for our minds to kind of wrap around. Cause let's admit it, you know, we're we're not, we're not super smart here. You know what I mean? We need it. We need it dumbed down. At least I do.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all do anyone that acts like they just fucking know everything is, is, you know, usually the dumbest. I don't know, man. I, to me, it's just, uh, that's a cool concept. And, and thanks Tyson for sending that over. It's actually the second time I've, uh, I've shared that but um yeah man let's see what you got because I've got some some little things here and there I hadn't had too much time to look at clips and I'm going to do that you know later this week if we get to do a bonus episode that's definitely going to be I'm going to share a lot of the shit that people sent me cuz I know I mean I got a full inbox right now from uh the usual suspects and then quite a few others sending a lot of stuff man
2: well that's good uh first and foremost I have to thank our Iowa listeners Okay, you guys listened. You you heard the cunt of the week for at least four four times minimum. That Vivek Ramaswamy, he he didn't finish. He finished fourth, I think, in the Iowa caucus and dropped out immediately. Now I don't have the clip, but then Trump kind of was like, "Oh, he's a good guy. He's smart and blah 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 blah." Well, um, now it looks like Nikki Haley is. Really, I mean, we kind of knew this, who they really want. Um, but uh, there's there's some things that I, I just don't agree with, with her. And, you know, uh, here's going to be a guy that, you know, confronts her on the campaign trail and, you know, asks her a fair question. And she gives the typical politician freaking answer and... You know, I, I don't know. I can't stand her. To me, I, I can see right she through
3: reminds her. Reminds me, dude. Have you seen the Have you seen the Purge movies? Yeah, all of them. You, you know, like the one with the election year with the girl that I, the guy's trying to protect the whole time.
2: I believe so. Yeah,
3: the woman. I should say the politician. It gives off. It was like when the Trump and Hillary Clinton thing was going down and it, like, it, it seemed like they were trying to give her like, like she's the young, hot version of Hillary Clinton. And Nikki Haley reminds me of her, or she reminds me of the girl in the Purge movies that also created the Purge.
2: Okay, yeah. Because
3: it was like a, a valid experiment. It's like this is something that needs to be done. Clearly we've gone wrong, so let's just have people kill each other. You know, like Nikki Haley seems like she's fucking crazy.
2: Well, she does have a lot of big ties to uh uh the uh military industrial industrial complex.
3: Shocker. Yeah. Big shocker. I would have never guessed. Yeah. I would have never guessed with that jawline of hers.
2: <laughs> All right, here here's yeah, uh you here's this.
4: Hey, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> Can I ask you just like a tiny question? Do
5: you think it's responsible for a politician's spending like $100 million in Iowa on TV ads, which go to mainly news stations that have lied to us for years, when there's homeless veterans out there that could use that money, when you didn't even come close to beating Trump, when you spent like $100 million in TV ad money? Do
6: you know my husband?
5: That's fine, but I'm just saying i you...
6: Does it tell the truth? The whole reason you put Russell on is to tell the truth? Maybe it doesn't.
5: My point is, you're not going to be Trump. And mm-hmm. all of the money you're wasting could go to better sure. causes. I appreciate That would make the Republican
7: Party actually... Right. Right.
5: Sort of about yeah.
6: democracy. So we're going to keep working yeah. for a democracy. Right. Thank you right. for, right. for, right. for your service. Okay.
3: okay. Mm. Well, the first thing I yeah, want to say... Yeah, up a good point, man. I mean...
2: The, the, the only thing I want to really say, uh, and then I'll let you j- jump right on the point, is hey bitch, this isn't a democracy; it's a fucking republic. And if your your husband's a, a uh um, combat veteran, you should know that because he stood up for a, and swore an oath to, to defend the republic, not a democracy.
3: Well, and did she say he's a combat veteran or mm-hmm. just a veteran?
2: Yeah, I think she said a I war didn't hear veteran, a combat.
3: Okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a desk job. Yeah. To be honest. And and there are differences between veterans like Nikki Haley's husband and veterans like the ones that are on the fucking street. Yeah. Right? Like, like there's a difference. Like these these you can't just say that like all these veterans have the same opportunities because they join the military you know some people are are high level when they get in because of like you know their connections i mean there's nepotism at the highest levels and the lower levels of the government the military the the private the public sector all these different things there's there's different levels to how you get in and how you get out right
2: yeah, absolutely there's
3: these stories of, of people you know getting in with nothing and then they leave and they got everything because they gave 30 years of their life to the military they got the pension and all that shit or whatever the fuck they call that but like dude for her to just right away like that that is like you said a, the typical politician answer when he's bringing up a real problem and she just immediately relates to it mm-hmm. oh yeah you know my husband's a veteran right not the same as the ones he's talking about. Has your husband ever been close to being homeless? Fuck no, he hasn't. No. And if you're going to say that he has, that's probably a goddamn lie, to be honest. Um, yeah, dude, uh, all these guys are horrible. Uh, you know, it seems like money laundering. If you're getting in Iowa, how many? Let's look up real quick. How many electoral points Iowa has? You know, off the top of your head, by chance?
2: I I don't, because I don't really ever pay too close attention to the caucuses um and and when you're saying you know yeah okay her husband was a veteran okay great cool thanks for your service but like you said he's not one of these average joes like myself or some homeless veteran or one that's on the brink of fucking suicide every fucking day um and, and and another thing when He's like, you know, you're putting these ads on TV when, when corporate media is known to lie. Well, we put our ads on TV to tell the truth, right? It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, you no lipped bitch.
3: <laughs> well, she's white. So I feel like. A no, complete she's, idiot right uh, now, she's actually Indian. Um, I, well, I mean about as Indian as Elizabeth Warren, it looks like. No, like... Is, is dot, Iowa in dot. the middle of Minnesota and Missouri?
2: Uh, Iowa is right next door oh, to okay. Ohio. Should go Pennsylvania. What? Should go New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Iowa, uh, Illinois.
3: Oh, okay, so it's underneath uh, Michigan. Yeah. Underneath Michigan? Yep. Okay, so it's actually got uh, 18... So that's not... That is... That's weird. That doesn't seem right, does it?
2: Eh, it, it's one of the bigger primary caucuses. You know, they they always talk about the... I remember Rush Limbaugh back in the day, the... the, the what do you call it? The hawkeye cockeye.
3: Oh, no. No, dude, I was right. You're fucking tripping. Ohio... So, yeah, I was god damn it you make me feel like an idiot sometimes i asked you the initial <laughs> question was isn't iowa in the middle of minnesota and missouri and then i had to pull this up because you oh i thought you said guess let me show you
2: minnesota and wisconsin
3: no i said maybe i did to be honest but i said I, in my head i said minnesota and missouri and it is in fact in the middle of Minnesota and Missouri, and this state has only six electoral points. Okay, that's nice. So th- yeah. that sounds a l- lot more accurate, right, dude? How 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 is has Iowa ever made or made or broken a fucking campaign ever? I mean, usually it's Florida or Pennsylvania. Yeah, but they're right? not. Those they're, are huge swing states.
2: Yeah, the, that. But there, there's no primaries that go on in those states. These these are like the like Donald Trump won, so he 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 got the the electoral college votes for that, if I'm not mistaken. Like, there's a few states that are a lot like their vote counted when they went out for that. Well, no, no, I take that back. No, it's just for the Republican candidate. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if they make or break. I, I honestly don't. They
3: couldn't possibly do it. It, it. it would be for, like, the primaries, you know, figuring out who's going to be your candidate. Yeah, that's but about it. But at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, it couldn't possibly matter. Like, it really couldn't possibly matter what the fuck Iowa, and no offense to anyone in Iowa. Right. But, dude, like, Iowa is one of the more, like no way to say this you know you've got a few states out there like let's let's go like the lowest amount out there as far as electoral points go is new mexico okay they've got five Uh, actually alaska's got three and uh, hawaii's got four but as far as the continental united states maine also having four rhode island having four delaware having three dc having three dc shouldn't be allowed to vote in this thing it's not a state um, Vermont has three. New Hampshire has three. So a lot of those, you know, fake states in the uh, northeast have, you know, two or three, th- four points. But as far as like actual states with landmass, you know, Iowa, man, there's not much there. Same with Arkansas, uh, Mississippi, I believe that is, you know, fucking Colorado, Nevada. Um, Idaho has four. Montana, massive state three electoral points Wyoming also three electoral points but you got to look at the Um, population
2: it's based off population like yeah Montana and Wyoming massive state very low population
3: yeah I I should have been sharing this the whole time just so that I'm not just calling states incorrectly but um yeah man we I I, you look at this and this is the state that I was referring to as Iowa
2: yeah Uh, yeah that's Iowa
3: Yeah, Minnesota, Missouri, right? That's what I thought I said, but my bad.
2: Yeah, you probably Um, did. I just like to make you look stupid sometimes.
3: Well, it's not that hard. (laughs) But, yeah, dude, it's just, it's interesting. What is the point? Who gives a shit? Wow,
2: Pennsylvania has 20? Not to be an asshole. No wonder why Pennsylvania
3: has... Damn. It looks like it. You know? Yeah. Let's see when this was made. Uh, October 23rd. See what this video says. Okay. Folks, oh, the election. <laughs> I need you by my side That's from the very God. start. <laughs> they got us, huh? <laughs>
0: 270
1: is the magic number President Trump and former VP Joe Biden are competing for on November 3rd. That's the number of electoral votes needed to secure a presidential victory. It's the process we've used since the founding of our country to determine the winner every four years. And while the Electoral College may not reflect the most popular choice for Commander-in-Chief, it's used to reflect the population of each state. Here's how it works. Can you Each po- state can is you given a group it? of electoral votes equal to the number of representatives.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I could be wrong, and if anybody's listening live or whatever, I'm pretty sure the Electoral College was not used since the founding of our nation that was something new after the population growth and more states were added
3: yeah I, I, that can't possibly be true what he's saying right yeah. like i thought the same thing it's like okay since the founding of our nation when it was only like the 13 fucking colonies right. or whatever how are we using this system the system the founding of our is, nation idiots just saying
2: Thir- 13 original colonies when we were still a democracy
3: Yeah, this moron is just saying whatever he's told to say, you know, just an empty suit. But, yeah, let's hear what this dipshit's talking about here.
1: Representatives they have in Congress. In Iowa, we have six. Pretty small when compared to California with 55. What makes Iowa a battleground state compared to California is there's no guarantee the majority of Iowans will vote Democrat or Republican while the majority of California tends to vote Democrat. Here's a look at the difference between the 2012 election between Obama-Romney and the two thousand seven
3: So right there, what he said, you know, let's give these states that are... are. I know it's based on population, but let's give these states... Let's call these battleground states because the biggest two states automatically are blue. Yeah, California and fucking New York are automatically blue. Now, Florida can be either one. Texas is another big one. But let's 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 call these important states to make them feel like their vote matters every four years, even though there's only six points versus fifty five. Right. Crazy. But let's finish this bullshit here.
1: Sixteen contests between Clinton and Trump. Citizens don't directly choose the president, but rather guide the choices of a select few. 48 states and the District of Columbia have a winner-take-all policy, meaning the candidate receiving 51% or more of the popular vote takes all the electoral votes. But it's never a guarantee the candidate who receives the most popular votes overall wins the electoral vote. In fact, two of the past five elections, the popular candidate lost, but won using the electoral method, which calls into question the validity of the system, which hasn't been amended since 1804. In studio, Elias Johnson, Local 5 News. We are Iowa. Well, shit! I,
3: Johnson, you're a douchebag. I
1: forgot we were founded in 1804.
2: We weren't. No shit.
3: So what's he talking about?
2: Well, that was me blasting him again. Oh, we've used this since the founding of our country. Well, it hasn't been ratified since 1804.
3: Hold on. Let me.
1: 1804 in studio Elias Johnson local 5 news
3: Elias Johnson is kind of the week you automatically oh, really yeah okay. for me all right but yeah dude i mean you so let's let's continue with the things that you have the footage that you've got but yeah dude like the biggest republican state texas it's got 38 with arizona which was supposedly blue recently 11 points um I don't know. It it seems like this whole system is kind of built to make liberals win. You've got Washington, Oregon, and California. Automatically, that's 70 points. You know what I mean? With New York, that's another 30, 29. But, I mean, it's a fucking miracle that Republicans ever win, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the way it's set up.
3: It's like, holy shit. You won. You did it. Yeah, honestly, dude, you know, a lot of a lot of people in California they do vote red. Not a lot. I mean, L.A. and stuff like that. But yeah, the electoral college—it seems like it gives so much room for error. I think that they should just go back to popular votes. And you know, people will say, "Well, then Trump, Hillary Clinton would have beat Trump." Who cares? I mean, the same shit would have happened. To be honest, to
2: and and they're selected not.
8: You know how to book flights and hotels.
3: elected anyway right this is all yeah, just a fucking game really didn't want hillary clinton in, right you were involved in a racist party
6: oh we're we're not a racist country brian i was a brown girl in a black and white world we faced discrimination and hardship we've never been a racist country dad and i stopped by the local produce market as he was putting his produce in his basket i noticed something start to happen The couple working at the market was getting nervous. They were whispering, and then they got on the phone. A few minutes later, two uniformed police officers showed up. And take it from me, the first minority female governor in history. America is not a racist country. At Thanksgiving, someone had the bright idea to give me the role of Pocahontas in the school play. Did they realize I wasn't that kind of Indian? America is not a racist country. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. I was disqualified from a beauty pageant because I wasn't white or black because they didn't know where to put me. We've never been a racist country.
3: You were to- hmm. Just saying what she needs to say in front of who she needs to say it. I mean, dude, the story about the produce. Who calls produce produce? Does and have you ever called produce? I'm going uh, I'm going to go get some produce. Do you say that ever?
2: I, to be honest with you, yeah. Um cuz we do it out here. Really? Yeah, and and I'm only going to say this cuz where I live, you have a lot of little Amish stands, okay? And they sell their their produce. Now, obviously they're not selling shit this time of year, but I'll say to the wife, hey, I'm going to stop by the, the little produce stand on the way back from you know the grocery store to get some tomatoes or maybe some corn or, or peppers or whatever. But yeah. yeah, it's just known as a produce stand because that's that's what they sell. Now, if I'm going to the grocery store, I don't say, hey, babe, um, we should go down and, and look at the produce and, and pick out some uh, produce like carrots and stuff. No, I'll be like, hey, we need carrots. We need some celery or onion, whatever. I don't call it produce then. You know what I mean?
3: I've got another question for you. Since you say that you use the word produce, okay? do you sit to pee?
2: Only when I have to shit.
3: Not just when you have to pee. You don't sit to pee when you just have to take a piss. You know you don't have to shit, but you you, you do stand to pee. I
2: I do stand to pee. Um, Now, I'll, I'll bounce it back to you. Do you pee in the shower? Absolutely. Okay. Have you ever shit in the
3: shower? On accident when I was sick. Okay. Yeah.
2: You don't, you don't. Yeah. Um, you, you when don't... I
3: had like runny, runny poops. And yeah, dude, I, uh, so you don't coughed and just shit. I've also shit my pants. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's it basically too. if you would shit your pants, but you're in the shower. You happen to be in the shower, but you would have shit your pants.
2: So you don't, you don't do the morning routine in the shower? Like shit, piss, and shower?
3: No, I don't, I do not intentionally shit in the shower and mash it down the drain with my foot. Is that what you do? Well, yeah. Well,
2: no, I'm kidding. I'm must kidding.
3: be a Pennsylvania thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, must I, be uh, a thing of, of people that use the word produce. Nikki Haley probably shits in the shower, too. She probably does. <laughs> when, you know, when they fart, it comes up the front. Yeah. Nasty. I mean, yeah, she seems like a horrible person, dude. I used to think she was decent, but that was when, um, you know, I was kind of more more heavily on the Trump train and just yeah. like, you know let's get somebody Republican in you know but I mean if you're doing that man you're, you're subjecting yourself to like if you're if you're doing the vote blue no matter who or uh, red no matter what or whatever the fuck the phrase is there um, yeah man it, it, it's all a joke at the end of the day
2: yeah that it is um, I'm just gonna roll right into uh, the next clip maybe I'll just Oops, bang these out, as they like to say. Let's bang them
4: out.
6: We don't touch anyone's retirement or anyone who's been promised in, but we go to people like my kids in their 20s when they're coming into the system and we say the rules have changed. We change retirement age to reflect life expectancy. What's the
2: right age there then, Ambassador?
6: We've got to figure out what it is, but what we do know is 65 is way too
9: low. You are not going to get millennials, especially Gen Zers, to work till they're 70 years old. There's no incentive anymore. At least 30 years ago, the incentive was you could work 40 hours for 40 years, afford a home, afford a living, have retirement and have hope. You took those incentives away from the younger generations. There, you want them to work 40 hours a week for 50 years without being able to buy a home, with living paycheck to paycheck, working 40 hours? You want them to work 40 hours in corporate America plus commute and then drive Uber on the weekends just to afford groceries? Corporate America needs to change their incentive. Where's the four-day work week? Where's the more than 12-day PTO? Where's the 9-to-3 job with the same pay instead of 8 to five thirty? You need to change the incentive. You have corporate America bragging about corporate profits at an all-time high and yet middle-class people can't buy a house and get by and putting groceries on credit cards. That's the America, we live in. We have people working at multi-billion-dollar organizations who have to apply for government assistance, working forty hours a week. This is an American problem. This isn't Nikki. H- this is a left, right, center. I don't care where you are politically. This is an American problem that has just arose two, three years ago, and we need to work together to fix this for the millennials and Gen Zers and future generations.
3: Hmm, I disagree with it two or three years ago.
2: Yeah, I, I disagree with that as well. It, it, this has been. A problem for, for many years. Because I'm not going to yeah, see. Man, I'm I mean, not, uh, well, I'm actually, a Gen Xer. I'm not going to. I, I don't think I I, I have a retirement.
3: Oh, yeah, buddy. I got nothing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I make decent money. If I was responsible and I didn't want to buy, you know, signed UFC cards and Ninja Turtle toys, I could probably save some money, but I want nice things. You did, know what I mean? Did you
2: get the new so, Ninja Tur- Turtle toys that we that we featured last week on, uh, or maybe it was the week before on Cunt?
3: No, dude. I, I don't want to show you until I get my full set. They're sitting over here. They're looking at me. I got two older like so i was born in 1991 and i bought some of the toys from
2: 1991
3: god damn i don't know if you remember they did all the different disguises like Mm -hmm. they did multiple sets yeah i had i had
2: i had a lot i had pretty much almost every ninja turtle toy there was
3: i don't know why the fuck you didn't save them dude because like, they were They're a toy so back then? To
2: you know what I mean? Like, eh. Now looking back on it, now I wish I had them. I wish I had my GI Joes. I wish I had my Matchbox cars.
3: Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> right. There's a lot of shit. That's I, right, dude. It's like fuck. I don't know if you can see this right here. This is like something. This is one of the few things that I had as a kid that my dad bought me. It's the full set of cop rods, and I'll show that at some point. Oh yeah, someday. you but did it's like hot rod.
2: You uh, you you yeah. posted that on a an IG probably months
3: ago, didn't you? Cause we had Yeah, to- like, I, at this point, yeah, like, a year ago. But, yeah. yeah, dude, I mean, like, to have the foresight to save toys is not one that many of us had. No. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, like, it just, like, it's so easy. Like, if you were to grow up in the 70s, like, you know, everybody saved their garbage pill kids. Kim's still got, like, her full set of garbage pill kids. It's worth, like, fucking $30,000 today. It's, like, retirement shit for her. Um but yeah it's just interesting man like like why don't we save all these things and and the toys today they just don't hit the same you know what i mean like they're not ever going to be the same
2: could i give her some ghost financial advice what (laughs) sell like four of them and get your car fixed
3: well yeah i mean she (laughs) she knows that she's got my car to to fucking use but and honestly they're not even here they're in her storage and uh talking Vegas or Washington or
2: something. I wish I had my garbage yeah. pail kids cuz I like I I would pull them off I would actually pull the stickers off and put them on shit.
3: No, that's stupid. You uh, can't do that. Yeah. But you're
2: a kid. You, you, you didn't I didn't know. I didn't have that kind of foresight. I'm like, "Eh, whatever. They're they're a novelty at the time. They're not a baseball card." Fast forward to man, we need to invent time travel so we can go back in Ghost Pass and be like, hey, dumbass, stop playing with your GI Joes in an irrigation ditch in Idaho and getting them all mudded up. Get your up. thumb
3: out of your butt.
2: Yeah, get your thumb out of your butt. Stop putting these, making these little parachutes and ju- climbing up on your fucking barns and throwing them off and then they break and you don't know why. Like, come on, man. I wish I would have had the foresight.
3: The five, the five or six-year-old ghost that was bald with a full beard.
2: Yeah. It was was hard back back then. I mean, people thought I I, I, should have known because like I even I even had gray in it. They're like, oh, this this kid is wise beyond his means. And I'm like, no, I'm dumb. Mm -hmm. I'm actually retarded
3: yeah man i mean it's interesting dude like i said i'm excited to show and like my goal since we're you know we're trying to move into the live space and all this stuff and then i also have to do like weekly calls on my zoom and some of these guys have really cool backgrounds in their things and and obviously for the show more importantly like i want to have cool shit Mm -hmm. like the stuff on top of the case there those are all autographed ufc cards those are ones that i've just pulled and, um like, I'm actively starting to go out and, like, buy someone to build, like, a cool shelf with some cool lighting, have all my shit on display. And it's going to be a fun uh, fun uh thing for people to look at. But in the meantime, we're just sitting here talking about Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Maybe so, in the yeah, meantime. Dude, I'm going to have some solid sets of Ninja Turtles.
2: I can't wait to see them. I'm going to play this uh next clip here. Governor DeSantis is here. Um real
3: quick I want to go grab a beer while
2: you're doing that well you should go grab a beer because I think your twisted tea is empty
3: Governor DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low.
6: I never once said that. But what we do know is 65 is way too low and we need to increase that. We need to do it according to life expectancy. I never once said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. I never said government should go and require anyone's names. That's false. Say, a huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there. Is social media. They need to verify every single person on their outlet. And I want it by name. What I have always said is boys going to a boys' bathroom, girls going to girls' girls bathroom. bathroom. But hold on one second. When I was governor, they wanted to bring in a a bathroom bill, a transgender bathroom bill. And I strong armed and said, we are not going to have
10: that in South Carolina. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to be able to stand up for anything? That, that I, is the truth. I we never it, said We have that. it on video. Governor DeSantis is...
2: Well, I, I know who uh, I'm kind of aiming for for uh, the you-know-who of the week. Um, I'm going to play
10: this. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. While well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear a repackage formed of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all. That we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I wanna thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison, Mason, and Mamie. Casey's gone far above and beyond in her support for our campaign and for our cause. She's not only a great wife and mother, she's a great American who cares deeply about the future of the country that our kids will inherit. Our kids have seen and done a lot on the trail, from playing on the famed Field of Dreams baseball site in Iowa to making their first snowman in New Hampshire. They are one of the reasons we fight so hard for what we believe in. Winston Churchill once remarked that, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. While this campaign has ended, the mission continues. Down here in Florida, we will continue to show the country how to lead. Thank you and God bless.
2: Yeah. So, we're I I'm just going to chalk it up to uh to our listeners. They knocked two cunts right out of the race.
3: Yeah. Cuz yeah. cuz we I mean, you know what's interesting though? To be fair, Donald Trump should be a cunt of the week at some point. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh, he will. Joe be. Biden's been on. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll and, and really, like, the stuff that he's already done, you know, endorsing Fauci, um, pretending like he's just clueless with the whole pandemic. Well, I passed the vaccine. He could have done an executive order and seemed tyrannical, in quote-unquote. Uh-huh. you know, he could have done all these things. No, we're not going to do a vaccine, and we're going to allow the fucking world to open back up, like, at least the United States. I can't control the world, but I can control the United States. And they're opening up. If businesses don't want to open, that's on you. And if someone releases a pandemic, we're going to fucking spend the taxpayer dollars to find out who released that pandemic and fucking hang them on YouTube. You know what I mean? Live stream it. it that's that's what like that. That's how it should be handled. Instead of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to leave it up to the state so that it's not on me. It, it, we we really did leave. You know, Donald Trump entered, and we were in a certain state of tyranny, and that state of tyranny exponentially rose after Trump left. And all the dipshit, like hardcore Trumpers, will say, "Well, last that wasn't Trump; that was everyone going against him." At a certain point, the leader has to take some responsibility for this shit, right? So, I mean, yeah, dude, Biden's a fucking bumbling idiot, but Trump is also um, either engineered to look like an idiot or intentionally stupid or he's an asshole, and any of those options are horrible.
5: I
2: couldn't agree anymore with you. Um,
3: hey, we should start a show together.
2: You, you know what? We should. We, we should call it something. I, I'll think of something. Why, why? I play this next and last clip on, uh, on Nikki Haley, and you already have your cut of the week. I I, I have a few contenders, okay?
3: I'll probably change mine. i just some dipshit reporter. Yeah, go ahead. Some no-name from
2: Iowa. Hey, uh, I come yeah. on at the 5 o'clock news hour. I'm
3: just... Yeah. Have you seen, real quick, have you seen the fucking <laughs> uh, the family guy reporter where he's, he's being all uppity with the, the public, and he's like... Well, uh, who are you gonna who are you to tell me what I think and believe what you make in an hour I make in two hours <laughs> it's like he just literally makes like slightly more right. than the public and he just talks down to everybody it's funny dude but like, sorry
2: who who the hell are you
3: yeah last
7: week Donald Trump called me and he said uh any advice? on who I should pick for vice president. Oh, really? Who, who do you think? Not that he... I mean, he's probably calling everyone. Insane. Well, that's great that you're on that yeah. list. And so he said, who do you think? And I said, I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but this is the day... I think it was the day he trashed Vivek. And I uh-huh. said, Vivek. Um, and he said, why do you say that? He said, that's the number one response from everybody I've asked what? that question. Huh. And i he said, why do you say that? And I said, A he can defend you he's right in your pocket and while you're defending this he's watching your back defending this i said also um, i think he's some of his ideas are really really good he connects with the youth which now the latest uh... of eighteen to twenty four year olds that voted for biden they're not voting for biden Mm -hmm. but they won't vote for donald trump yet so You get that lower vote, the people that are excited about, hey, something fresh and different. And then in 2028, when you can no longer run, you continue for another eight years Mm -hmm. and you get the credit for bringing this new, fresh face in. I said, I I just think you become legendary. And what did he say to that? Well, we'll see. Yeah. I actually the more and more and more I think about it, having spent countless amount of time with Beck, absolute stud. <laughs> I could see it, man. I, I could see
3: last week. Hey uh didn't I say something like that last week? Yeah. Didn't I literally say that Vivek is trying to bid for a vice presidential spot and I, I i don't know if i went as far as to say because you know believe it or not i'm buzzed usually when we do these episodes no but I, I, we are
2: not we do not we do I not know, drink on this show this is a sober i show. know
3: it's work it's work so i shouldn't be but uh yeah dude i i don't know if i went as, to, as far as to say that trump is going to pick him but I said that Vivek is absolutely trying to get that spot. I did say that. I know for a fucking fact. And I believe it, man. You have to. If you're him, you can't take another old white man. You just can't do it. No. you got to do either a woman, which you're not going to do Haley. Um, you, you, you could do a black old man. You could do whoever. But an Indian, you know, younger dude, that's all the rage right now. It seems like these Indians in politics the red dot indians they're they're fucking taking over you know what i mean yeah you have kamala
2: harris you have nikki haley and now you have vivek
3: you also have um the beautiful uh whatever her name is oh uh
2: tulsi Tulsi gabbard
3: yeah so um yeah and, and she's been you know world economic forum leader and all this shit for for young global leader for a while so yeah, man. I think that these Indians—they're making a run, and I think it would just—it would fit the narrative so well. And I think that that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a Trump Rama Swami uh, ticket for 2024, and I think that is a competitive ticket. Biden's not going to be able—I mean, Biden's going to—they're going to have to have some tragedy. Go on, you know, yeah. uh, Hunter Biden's going to have to overdose. Some, you know, Kamala Harris is going to have—I mean, she already had the Cuban, um, you know, Havana syndrome shit happen to her, but they're going to have to have something bad happen to them unfortunately which i never wish on even you know people i really don't like they would have to have something bad happen to them to gain enough sympathy maybe they start a good old fashioned war which you know <laughs> seems like that could start any fucking time no really um, yeah i mean it's just you know it, it, what's going on right now it's not going to work man you know it, it really isn't i don't see it in any way i don't think it worked in 2020 But they were able to pull that off. And um, again, the incompetence when when all these corrupt things were going on, they made it seem like Trump was really trying to curtail that. But he was just kind of sitting there with his arms up like, I don't know what to do, you know, but I don't know. It it was disappointing. It was the first president I ever voted for. And he just kind of took a shit in my mouth. So I'm never voting for him or any other president again, to be honest. No, Um, I, I think that people should vote. You know what I mean? Because the Democrats out there, they when I say things like that, you know, people like my co-host, my former co-host Brandon, say, "Good, you know, you're going to vote Republican. Don't, don't go out there and vote. Then, like, I'll keep voting for my fucking decrepit old man and feel pride somehow in that. And um, yeah, man, I think that people should vote, but I, I, I just don't believe in it. I think it's uh, predetermined and.
2: Well, I played I played that clip because I used to be brainwashed um, by the whole Glenn Beck movement. Okay, Uh, Mr. Do your own homework. Look into these people. I'm going to expose everybody. And he's a conspiracy theorist. And he's so right wing. And he was he exposes this and he's so far this and he's so far that yet yet you're going to sit here and say Vivek ramaswamy who just look into a little bit of his background we we've we played it on our show it he's not who he says he is okay yet you're sitting here with your name your clout saying oh that that's a rock star move oh trump called me <laughs> Look at me. He called me the most
4: prepared Mormon that there is. Mm. Have you bought gold
3: yet? Get you the love f- his movie, though.
2: I do. His movie was good. <inaudible> yeah, it it, w- it was good, except for the, there was a really couple good. cheesy parts in there that you knew it was like one of those Christian movies. And I think they have to like purposely put them in there. It was like when they were out there smoking right. the cigarette, cigarette and it just looked yeah. cheesily filmed. But Nefarious was a good movie. But it's like, come on, dude. You sit here and you tell everybody to do your own fucking homework and you haven't done your fucking homework on him. You haven't done your homework on fucking Trump. You haven't done your homework on... You blast Nikki Haley. Oh, you could do your homework on her, but you can't do it on on the other Indian? Like, get the fuck... Like, it's a pick and choose. It's... Oh, we have to push a narrative.
3: You know, not to cut you off, but then, I mean... What candidate is being put out there that's better than Trump? Biden? You think Biden's better than Trump?
2: That, that's what you're trying to tell us.
3: I mean, like, that's come insane. On, man. Like, look what he's done for our country. Who, Biden? Yeah. All his policy. No, I'm not even trying to be, like, sarcastic right now. I'm being honest. Like, do you think that Biden is better than Trump? Fuck no. So that's what I'm saying. Like there's no there's no easy answer. There's no there's nothing to where if you're gonna ask an establishment person like Glenn Beck, right? Yeah, he's a Mormon. I, I don't have the beef with the Mormons like you do. But <laughs> I, I I do get I do get the shit that they get, especially with the sister wives shit that's coming out right now. Um, this whole weird thing that, you know, Kim's obsessed with the sister-wives shit, and it's weird. The polygamy shit is fucking weird. It's a dysfunctional way to live, and it's horrible, and it's abusive, and it's nasty, but that's only a certain sect of Mormons. Uh, um, my, you should have her talk to Heidi Love. <laughs> if she's into this polygamy yeah, Heidi shit... Heidi Love might have grown up in a different sect as well, you know what I mean? Because my grandma, both my grandmas, well, yeah, are, yeah, are yeah. fucking Mormon. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And And... They, a, they they didn't have a fucking brothel going on like these fucking Mormons do. No, uh, um,
2: that 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 sect is is really rampant in Utah. Um, when you get outside of and Mexico, and Mexico, yes. Um, but when you get outside of that, um, down in Arizona, out here in Pennsylvania, and, and anywhere else in the United States, polygamy is just really fr- frowned upon, and they don't really kind of practice it, and it's kind of like e. Eh. We're not going to push that, but that's the root of root of their fucking religion, man.
3: Yeah, I know, I know, and and, and you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of goofy shit about every religion, and you can acknowledge that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think I think more than most people that I I talk with, you know, you, you have your gripes with every single religion, just like every fucking human being should have. But it's just like, you know, I don't know. I doesn't There's mean I don't be believe sick. in God,
2: people. Doesn't mean I don't believe in God and the Creator. Okay, just saying. Got to put that out there every time I, because I, I go up against a lot of and push back and just ask questions. And people think, oh my God, he doesn't believe in God. Blah blah blah. It's like no, just ask. Ask a question. If it doesn't make sense, ask.
3: Yeah, I think uh, religion is is the worst thing in the world. And my dad actually, from a young age. My dad used to tell me that religion is what's going to end the world someday. And recently, he changed his mind and he said social media is going to be what ends the world someday. And, um, you know, my dad's a, you know, he's, a, he's smart in a different way. He's not book smart by any means, but he's smart. He's experienced. He, he's lived a, lived a fucking life and an interesting life. And uh, yeah, dude, I tend to agree with a lot of things that he says, and I look up to the man. You know, he's my fucking father. I look up to him. He's a he's an incredible human being, an incredible dad. And and yeah, when he sits there and he says religion is going to be what ends the world, for you know my my younger years before social media is a thing, I am sitting here and and as a kid, you know, you think that you are smarter than your dad, and you think your dad's an idiot your whole life, right? And then you get to a point where you are like holy shit that old man was right about that you know and then and then he's changing his mind now so it's like yeah religion's still horrible but social media is fucked and it's gonna it's gonna end the world someday too now what's the next thing that he's gonna think Uh, well i think social media is
2: the new new push for religion
3: of course it is dude they all tie together man like Mm -hmm. these things aren't allowed to exist um you know without all the other things kind of allowing them to exist in my opinion, you know, like uh religion. As much as they say and dude, what's so funny, man, I always bring this back to South Park. I always bring it back to South Park. I'm gonna have to pull this clip up. Um, with the Jews, the the Christians and the Muslims, um, and, and Van Halen. I don't know if you've seen that.
2: And <laughs> no, I don't I don't think I have.
3: Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll pull this up. Kill some time for a second so I can find this clip. But it is literally like all these religions pretend to fight, but all the upper echelons of all these religions—they all get just along. Sit here and they're like, "How can we make these plebs, th- these plebs, these losers? How can we make these people that give their hard-earned money to us like morons? How can we make them?" Fight each other on Mm -hmm. our behalves and keep our shit fucking thriving. How can we do that? But, yeah, I'm going to try and find this clip real quick.
2: Well, to answer your question, in my humble opinion, I kind of think that's why maybe maybe it's not why religion was invented, but what the Catholic, the Roman Catholics saw in religion in in different religions Wait a minute. Control. If we have control, it's no different than having left and right politicians not just in America but all over the world now. You only have a two-party system and you know you have that occasional third party in a, a random country around the world. And sometimes here, but it never works out. It's all about control. If we keep them fighting, Hey, my my God and my religion is better than your God and your religion. Even though, at the end of the day, wait a minute, is Muhammad or Allah the same as my God? That I don't even I don't even call him his right name anymore. I just call him God. Oh well, we're going to disregard that, and we're going to still fight. And then, uh, well, now you have the Hindus over here. Well, we're a peaceful thing and and a peaceful religion. Don't fight us, but don't we'll fight them. You know, throughout history, every religion has fought each other in some shape, way, or form. And it's only just to keep their subservience, to people that go and pay their their tithing. You know, who came up with, I have to pay 10% of my paycheck to the church. Is that going to get me in heaven? Because the last time I checked... When I die, my money ain't going with me to heaven. So, why am I paying all this money to the church? Oh, it's a tax. Oh, now new governments are formed later on in society after the fall of the Roman Empire, where taxes and what have you were kind of invented. And now we're going to have taxes. Oh, you're going to pay your tax. Well, Revolutionary War, uh, last I checked, started over a fucking tea tax. In Boston. So it's all about money. It's all about control. It's all about keeping you with your blinders on subservient. And don't look here. Don't look there. Do not challenge the status quo. Because if you do, we'll put you in your spot. And it's not going to be good. But they forget that there's more of us than there are of them. They're just a few leaders. Why are we so scared? why are we and i'm not calling for an up up you know an an uproar or uptick in in, in protests or violence Rising. or anything like that or uprising it's just come on challenge challenge them because at the end of the day if if we all challenge them they only have so many handcuffs they only have so many you know beds or cots whatever you want to call them in a jail cell okay yeah some of us are going to suffer but at the end of the day I think we win, and when we win, we get we get our bro- brothers and sisters out of that situation. That's just me.
3: Yeah, there's this Civil War movie coming out with Kirsten Dunst that I think is going to heavily disappoint. I think it's going to be super fucking boring, probably, because it's so hyped up. Um, the reason why I Leave the World Behind just fucking absolutely killed is because there wasn't much advertising. But, yeah, this Civil War movie is going to be interesting, um i do have this clip ready for you um about what i what i kind of think the you know upper echelons of the religion do of all three religions the the big 3 the uh, you know judaism the uh, the fucking um islamic religion and the christians but uh here we go
7: today Begins the new Israel. Today, we are all united as one. Shacham Balada.
10: Now, let us celebrate under one symbol.
1: So. (laughs)
2: For, For those who can't see, made the Van Halen symbol.
7: The party is officially underway. Jews, Christians, and Muslims have united, ushering in 10 years of Van Halen. Out in the crowd, people are celebrating like never before.
2: This is great. I think we actually played this once before on on here.
7: No doubt Israel is the happiest, rockinest place
1: to be. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's just so funny how the the cross the the star of david or star of him yeah. and the um you know islamic moon and star like all formed to to, to form the van halen symbol but yeah man Everyone. that's all i really got
2: so you're saying that's all you really got
3: it's all i really got all right I'm gonna, on a, on
2: a, episode, co- yeah, I'm gonna end on a fun episode yeah i'm gonna end on a couple funny things real quick just to uh lighten the mood before we get out of here and uh, i don't know I, I i i think they're i think they're funny that's just my humble opinion
5: everyone hey so if you, you i'm michael Che. i'm colin jost well guys it's 2024 but is it I don't know about you, but when I think of the year 2020, I never think, we should run that one back. And if you're feeling confused, you're not the only one. At a rally on Thursday, President Biden said he was mixed up when he claimed he had just taken a photo with a woman who wasn't even there. Then the next day, Donald Trump repeatedly confused Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. Guys, I don't know if we should do this election. It's honestly starting to feel like elder abuse. I don't even blame them. I blame us for allowing it. It reminds me of those bum fight videos where they made two homeless guys fight for money. And now we look back on it and we're like, how did we as a society let that happen? So I think the best solution is we should just tell Trump and Biden that they both won. And that we're very proud of them. And that they can rest now.
4: (laughs) In Monday's Iowa caucuses, Ron DeSantis beat out Nikki Haley for second place. Well, I ought to put, uh, whatever this is on his face. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who looks like someone drew Ving Rames with their eyes closed, endorsed <laughs> Donald Trump. But remember, most Trump supporters only count him as three-fifths of an endorsement. <laughs> oh, boy.
5: Donald Trump urged his supporters to brave the sub-zero temperatures in Iowa to vote for him, saying, even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> Voting for Trump and then passing away is also what happened with COVID. After Trump was photographed with some strange red marks on his hand, some dermatologists speculated it could be something called hand herpes. What the hell is hand herpes, said Jim Scott.
3: (laughs) John Kerry announced that he is <laughs> stepping down as the U.S. climate envoy and is expected to focus on President Biden's re-election campaign. And it's not a great sign that Biden's campaign is a bigger emergency than climate change. In an interview on Fox News, presidential
4: candidate Nikki Haley said that America has, quote, never been a racist country. Because
3: if Americans were so racist, why did they have sex with their slaves? I'm
4: going to sleep like a baby
3: tonight, I really here.
4: <laughs>
5: Donald Trump posted an image of Nikki Haley made up to look like Hillary Clinton. And honestly, I couldn't tell if it was bad Photoshop or a good picture of Mark Cuban in a wig. (laughs) Pope Francis called for a ban on surrogate motherhood, which he says violates the dignity of the woman and the child. Plus, the Catholic Church doesn't want extra kids around while they're trying to quit.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> that was the only good joke, like solidly <laughs> good joke. There.
2: Here's this real quick.
3: Fuck the Catholic Church.
0: Make unnecessary journeys. Don't take. Oh, away.
3: I love this. Yeah.
0: Don't see. Incredibly, <laughs> people have been scattered in the water here in Black Rock and Salt Hill both today and yesterday. Boop. <laughs>
2: taken out by it's
7: so a, funny, dude. It, it is.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. No, I love that clip. I've seen that with uh, with her getting smacked by that stop sign. She's like,
2: don't swim. Man. Don't come out. The storm's so bad. Yeah. It's
3: like, solid. That hurt. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, she got wrapped by a fucking stop sign. Yeah, man, let's go.
0: Why don't you go
2: fuck yourself, Dickhead? You are a cunt, cunt, cunt,
3: cunt, cunt, cunt. All right, who you got? Uh, I mean Nikki Haley's the easy pick. I I think I'm going there. Um I am very, very uh anti-Nikki Haley, but you know what, at the same time. I mean, Vivek, again, you know, just just kind of pandering, you know, just pandering and and doing whatever he has to do to just get in there. Um, You also have people like uh, Glenn Beck that are are acting like they're bigger than they really are and all these different things. Uh, At the end of the day, out of those three, I'm going to give it to Ron DeSantis. None of the three. Ooh. So uh, I, I'm going to take Ron DeSantis, man. He seemed like he was somebody that could have been such a great candidate. But then uh, Tim Dillon broke this down really well, where it's like, it seems like the guy that transfers over that's an all state quarterback when you're in high school. You, he transfers over and he's just, he, he's the quarterback of a badass team that was a rival team. And he gets over and then you guys invite him to a party and he's complaining that the driveway isn't regulation. In the, in the house <laughs> that they're partying in. He's like, right. this is not level here. You, you guys really, you, you need to get on your parents and actually make sure that they make this safer. And it's like, dude, you're supposed to be the cool guy. You're not supposed to be this fucking, you know, Karen-type figure that is just not likable. And, um, yeah, man, I, 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 you know, for him acting like he was going to come in and just be the new face of the Republican Party and then just completely... You know, fold right away at the moment—the first moment of um, of uh, you know any kind of resistance or anything. Basically, what everyone's trying to do—that's running for a Republican presidency—they're all going to fall quickly because they want to just try to bid for the vice presidency of Donald Trump's 2024 campaign. Um, I think Trump wins. I think whoever ends up getting it, I tend to think it's Ramaswamy. Um, but, yeah, dude, fuck, uh, fuck this dude that, that is running a third-world country out there in Florida. Very rich people and homeless old people in cars out there in Florida. Horrible uh, state of living out there. So, fuck DeSantis. That's my kind of the week. Who do you got?
2: I'm going to go with the most prepared Mormon there is, Glenn Beck. Just because huh? he likes to brainwash his, his audience. And I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan of, of, of him anymore. I can see where you're coming with uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, you know, probably what, a year, year and a half ago? I mean, you and I were like, hey, this dude's a piece of shit. Like, and we were calling him out on here. So, hey, we're, we're knocking him off. We're knocking him off one cunt at a, at a week. Whether you have to be, you know, you're giving Ron DeSantis Cunt kind of the Week. I'm thinking he's up there with Ramaswamy because with, I know I, I nominated him at least two or three times. So they got to be pretty equal in in how many times they've been Cunt kind of the Week.
3: Yeah, you know, we're a lip above here at cunt. And we, and we we do everything that we can to just keep the audience informed. So it was, uh, you know, another fun episode. We're right at that one and a half hour mark. I think, you know, uh, we got this down almost to a science at this point. So, uh, you know, yeah, good stuff, man. I, I appreciate the time. And uh, until next Tuesday and possibly Thursday where I can share some of my audience's clips. But this was a good one, man.
2: Absolutely. It's been a great one. Um, Love doing these episodes with you. You know, who would have thought conspiracy in the news would have turned into the Conspiracy Underground News team and uh, got the following that we have. And uh, we're only going bigger and better from here. So if you like what we're doing, follow us on on all our social uh, media uh, profiles, whether it's Ryan's Instagram, my Instagram. I'm on X. I don't really post other than, you know, when I upload something to fucking Patreon. But uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitch. That's where uh, our main live goes. So it's Twitch, which would be uh, the Conspiracy Underground on Twitch. Uh, so thank you, Davey Wavy, for, for tuning in on Twitch and uh, giving us some nice feedback. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not a soy boy uh, Canuck. We love you. You're a lover, not a fighter. And having said all that, Also, go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com for your conspiracy soap, okay? Conspiracy soap's almost sold out again, so DangerousWorldPodcast.com for conspiracy soap, and on that end, we will see you next Tuesday.
0: Now you do what they told you And now you do what they told you now do what they told you And now you do what they told you And now you do what they told you And you do what they told you And you do what told And you do what they told you what they told And you do what they told you what they told you